Listener Production. It's time to get scrumptious with two sexy English muffins. It sounds delicious and it's adorable. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Bro, can I ask you, what's the fly situation in Melbourne like? Oh, well, I tell you what, I've been spending a lot of time in Warrnambool as I am running for parliaments in the great southwest of Victoria. So I'm going all along the Great Ocean Road, cruising up Hamilton, Ararat, those kind of things. Out in the country, swarming. We're swarming out there. Flies are everywhere. It's been a big fly season. <laughs> they, are, they are really bugging me, i got to tell you. It, you know, every now and then when this happens, I, I literally think... That's why they wear the hats with the corks. Yeah. Like, it's suddenly I'm like, I could rock one of those, not mm. ironically, for even a second. Oh, mate, it's it's got to be done. They are everywhere. Yeah, I see a lot of people walk, you pull a little branch off a tree and you use that as a little little flicker, flick it around your face as you're wandering. Well, look, there's also, I mean, there's, while it also there's... helps if you don't pong to high heaven, mate. <laughs> well, that's very difficult. <laughs> I've really been stinking too. It's been a sweaty summer. Hey, um, uh, there's also a chip shortage. Oh, man. Favourite vegetable, potato and onion, my top two. Very versatile. I'm struggling, man. Lucky my dad is growing them in the backyard, otherwise we'd be... Has we'd... he got the spuds in the backyard? Oh, he is like a little truffle pig, my friend, getting that snout in the dirt <laughs> and uh, pulling out all sorts of things. It's uh, great it's stuff. Inc- He's got a bit of a green thumb, old Ian Dyson. Oh, good on him. Well, look, some pubs are having to close down. Uh, look, there was a sign uh, at a pub in... Bato Bay, okay, Bato Bay Hotel, said, uh, look, due to delivery shortages, we're unable to offer bowls of chips and loaded fries. Okay, we can only offer them with the main meals. They say they're rationing them to go alongside a schnitzel. That's what we've come to as a society. (laughs) Start selling them like rats. (laughs) The old chippy price gouge. The government really needs to crack down on that. $38 for a bowl of chips. Absolutely unbelievable. Look, thank you very much for joining us. We've got a big show today. I've been treading the boards recently, Matt. I want to tell you about that. Plus, you have brought in a mind-blowing fact for us all to learn with. And that's going to be coming up later on. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Let's jump in. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Well, Matt O'Kine, I'm happy to say after a, ooh, 14-year hiatus from the craft, uh, yours truly, Alex Dyson, participated in a little bit of improv theatre. Oh, no. <laughs> what? What's wrong with that? What's happening, man? What, what's going on? That's good. Like, as far as the theatre pecking order goes, surely you've got, you've got Broadway, you know, they're the biggest stars. Then maybe you've got off-Broadway. And then probably improv theatre. Then you've got your, what, your school musicals <laughs> sitting under that. Hey, okay, so two things. You never told us about your appearance in the Warrnambool newspaper for your uh, bloody performance on Peter Pan, the musical. Tell us about that. We could talk about that the other day. I mean, that was scripted. That's not what we're talking at the moment. I was I'll tell a you young what. Peter Pan in the Warrnambool College musical of Pan the Man, but we could talk about that another time. <laughs> well, you've almost stooped to my lows because I had the old magic trick, you know, draw mm-hmm. in my bedroom for many, many years. And I have recently well, thought I'll about... Well, I'll say, you're, the magician is very confident to be dissing the improv <laughs> artist. Well, that's it. That's it. Because as far as performers go, few, 
sit lower on the hierarchy than the old amateur magician. (laughs) Exactly. I think it goes magician, person who pretends to be a statue, (laughs) professional Yoho Diablo busker. All right, like that is, and I've done all three of them, trust me. I haven't haven't tried to be the... The, um, the statue, but yeah, so go on. And I thought about actually busting out the Matrix again because Sophia is starting to get to the age where she can understand it and I thought, oh, Understand magic. <laughs> finally, an audience who will revere my my secrets. Your powers. All right, well, <laughs> yeah. let's see. We'll look forward to the Madokai Magic Show coming to a living room near you. But yeah, it was up on stage. It was lots of fun. I was very scared at the start. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I did a few warm-up games. Um where I say a word and then you say the first word that comes to your head and we're clicking, right? We're clicking. Okay, let's and do you it. You say the first word that comes to your head and after we after that we say both words together and then say do-do-do, all right? The, the game is okay. called do-do-do. So let's do okay, a little improv. Go. Doing it yep. yourself, you know, join in with us. Wherever you're listening here to Matt okay, Alex. All day breakfast. <clears throat> all right. Steak. Peace. Steak, peace, do-do-do. Do. And then you do one and then it comes back to me. Um... Hatch, back, hatch, hatch back, back. doo <laughs> Then anyway, that's a, that's what we did to warm up, and that got us ready to go for an hour oh of God. hot, ferocious improv action. Okay, I was running across the stage. I was yelling, "Meet is murder." We had the uh, the Frankston Olympic Games of 2056 happening. I mean, that was all off the top of our head. <laughs> um, the problem is, though, Matt, um, when you do something like that. Inevitably, immediately after it finishes, days, weeks, you just start thinking of things you should have said, but you didn't have enough time. You were thinking on the spot. All these things. Very tough, man. It's very tough. I was in the first scene. I was talking a a little bit at the start and... um, I just wish I should have said because there was someone who um, performing who'd been up the at the uh, UCB. And you know what that stands for in improv? The Upright Citizens Brigade. Okay. Right? And I just Sort of wish- like a second city sort of- Yeah, uh, very much. I mean, and these, I th- are, these are as big as it gets in the States before you hit the big time. Before we get on Saturday Night Live, before you're in yeah. big movies. That's a real, very big improv crew. And I just wish that I'd gotten up and said, yeah, well, I come from the, uh, the SHK, the School of Hard Knocks. I would have got a laugh, you reckon? <laughs> Or is my non-improv worse than my improv? <laughs> You've had a long time to think about that, dude, and that's what kept you up at night? Yeah, I'm like, damn, like, that would have been quite funny. Well, that would have been a nice off the top not. as a thing because I think at the, at the time I just floundered. I think I said it was, oh, it's like CUB, Carlton United Breweries. <laughs> oh, yeah, like I mean, that. that's what I mean. That I so CUB, B, VCU, the Burb. Uh, Bears <laughs> clicking <laughs> upright. What about you? What's something you've you've always thought I should have said that? Dude, there's so many things I wish I hadn't said. That's the problem. My <laughs> problem is not what yeah. I've said. It's what it's what I shouldn't have said. You have the I mean, opposite issue. It's of not what me. I didn't say. It's what I shouldn't have said. So mm-hmm. such as oh, look, this is just stupid. I was thinking about it the other day. But um, I was I was like at a family friend's place. Mum, mum, and I were at a family friend's place, and I was playing with um, like the daughter, the family friend's daughter in the pool. We would have been maybe I don't know seven. Yep. 
and being quite like, you know, thinking it was going to be quite edgy. And, I, I, you know, you're just sort of learning these things. She was sort of standing there with her hands in her lap and I said, why are you holding your dick, right? So then she Wait, so said- who? Who are you talking to here? Just to this the girl. Like, oh, we were both seven years old. Okay. I said, why are you holding your dick or whatever? Like you said that, that like, to another, so a seven-year-old girl. be like a, yeah, you know, and I was seven. Like, it was like, it was, you know, so it was like, I was just, it was supposed to be cool. <laughs> Yeah, you know? you just learn about goes, those things. Yeah, she goes. I'm telling. I'm going to go tell my mom. I can't believe you just swore. <laughs> and so she goes in to tell the parents who are sitting at the coffee table. I freak out. Like I didn't know. Yeah. I thought I was going to get in so much trouble. So then I just pretended to drown. <laughs> <laughs> like I just started floating with my face down in the water because I figured that if Mum came out angry, she'd see me and go, ah. Oh! Yeah. Quick, get out! And I'd be like, I would somehow distract from the serious nature of my swear. Yeah, a precursor to telling jokes on stage and then you die uh, if they're yeah, not good exactly. enough. <laughs> so I've been doing this stand-up thing for a very long time, I've got to tell you. And Why did Matt O'Kine bring a kiddie pool on stage? <laughs> Just shoving my face in water and lying motionless as the crowd files out of my $30 a ticket comedy festival show. <laughs> we really wish we'd seen Tom Ballard. <laughs> All day breakfast. Yeah. I smell toast. Well, get your brain buckets ready to capture your exploded cerebral goo because it's time for the return of... Mind blown. Blown away. Uh, where Matt O'Kine brings a fact to the table to uh, make you question your entire reality. Uh, Matt, how'd you go this week? Mate, uh, I got stuck watching some history of crypto videos on YouTube... Um, it's a pretty short history as far as all of history goes. <laughs> well, I mean, part of it was discussing the history of the technology around it and mm. looking at when computers became mainstreamed, uh, you know, networking, et cetera, et cetera. And one of the facts that popped up, which I was quite shocked to learn, mm. right, is that Queen Elizabeth II sent her first email on March 26, 1976. Mind blown. What? I know, right? I thought it would have had to have been in the 90s or something, but yeah. the first email, she was visiting, um, uh, I believe, an army base. Oh, yeah. no, no, she'd just come to the Royal Signals and Radar Establishment uh, Technolo- Telecommunications Research Centre in England. Um, she was there to watch the connection happen and became one of the first heads of state to send an email. She chose the username... HME2. Nice. Uh, and what did she send? New phone who dis? Or what was her? Yeah. <laughs> um, everyone, I'm cleaning the fridge out uh, at 4 p.m. today. <laughs> <laughs> Anything <laughs> not claimed is going to the corgis. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, how about that? That is pretty mind-blowing. And uh, it's also encouraging you to send us a uh, mind-blowing fact. Uh, Voice memos accepted at matt.n.alex in the DMs. Uh, This mind-blowing fact comes from Joni. Did you know that seashells are born out of 
eggs and they crawl out of the egg once they're ready to start their underwater adventure. That had my mind totally blown. Mind blown. What? I th- I thought the shell was the egg, the hard ex- exterior. What the hell? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> what animal is a seashell? Seashells are the exoskeletons of mollusks, such as snails, clams, oysters mm. and many others. So they're in eggs okay. and they come out and then be a little a little hard thing for life. So every seashell had a animal. Well, what happens to the egg? Oh, for some reason I just thought that the shells were I don't yeah. know, that they just they just got formed somehow. <laughs> That's true. All right. Incredible fact, Jody. Thank you for that one. We've also got one from Scott. Anytime you see a rainbow, if you imagine it not just as an arc but as a full circle, the shadow of your head is always in the exact center of that circle. Mind blown. blown. That is warping my mind because I guess a rainbow is dependent on your vantage point. Mm. And so wherever you're looking, it creates a sphere like a big multicolored ring light and you're taking a selfie. But when he says the center of your the shadow of your head, does that mean the shadow on the ground of your head, or does that mean whenever wherever you're looking at it, mm. your head is the center of it? I don't know, like a little rainbow halo kind of thing. Yeah, and I wonder when there's a double rainbow if your head is in the middle of both exactly. A one eye for each rainbow <laughs> on the double. Little rainbow goggles. <laughs> Not bad. Well, Scott, that's very, very good. Thank you. It certainly got our uh, minds blown. So appreciate you sending it in. And if you have a mind-blowing fact, please get in touch with Alex on Instagram. Oops. Well, Matt, we love getting correspondence on the show. Uh, it keeps us nice and happy every single day as we upload these podcasts. And uh, you can message us anytime for any reason. Matt.and.alex. Who's been uh, getting in touch with us the last couple of days, Matthew? Imogen Rose got in touch regarding uh, one of our episodes towards the end of last year. So, and sort of tying into what we've been talking about earlier this year as well. Uh, I can relate to Alex's nail polish story. This is where you spilt nail polish oh, all yeah. down the front of the, the cabinet. <laughs> Just you went home a, over Christmas. Did you see that one? Just a real circular um, <laughs> little burn hole with a bit of purple splattering around it where um, some nail polish ate into well, our nice bathroom vanity at home. Imogen says 15-year-old me was about to paint her nails black, shook the bottle up while holding the lid, the cap slipped off and the whole bottle went flying across the family room. It smashed on the white tiles and splattered the black polish all over my parents' brand new beige suede couch. (laughs) (laughs) That's like from a movie or something. <laughs> no. <laughs> I bet it would just mouth would have been <gasps> and it would have been floating through the air with a Yeah, like someone taking the plastic off the brand new ah, my brand new beige couch. <laughs> that Ain't is she it. a beauty. Oh, well, it's glad that you could sympathize with me, Imogen. Thank you for the message. Luke has uh, messaged us as well saying, has it ever been acknowledged that Alex looks like a young version of Willem Dafoe? This picture just awoke me to this fact and it's got a uh, young Willem posing with his uh, arms on the side. I have got that a little bit before. Um, Some people occasionally, I'm not going to say nice people because uh, they occasionally put Willem in one of his psychotic roles. (laughs) 
<laughs> with eyes open as a gif under a, a few things that I put up occasionally. But, but go look, that's on, good. go Very on. handsome man, Willem. It's not, it's not just Willem. Who's the other one? I did get four people this week messaging me going, diss you with a question mark at this. Um, someone hired a, a exotic male dancer for a party, but there was just old people sitting around and this guy in a, in a gold G-string, I think it was from Brown Cardigan, just gyrating in front of this, what looked like a family Christmas party. And uh, people thought it was me dancing around. I can confirm it was not. And there's also the one with the guy in the blue jacket and the white pants. <laughs> I don't know what's he do- what's he doing? He's standing up against like a fence. Take the top off a yogurt cup or so. I don't know what he's doing, but um, <laughs> he's, got, he's doing a he's lot got downstairs. A very <laughs> impressive package, and that photo has been floating around the internet for a long time. Mm. And the amount of and people that say "dis you," yeah, and it is it is me <laughs> from my trip to London. Hey, Charlie has messaged as well saying, "I've got a sus as for you to start 2022." I I live in a share house on the Gold Coast and two weeks ago we saw a new kid move in. Ten days later, this parcel turns up with his name on it. I was already a little bit sus, but what it lands on the doorstep is a note counter. Google it and look at the first item that comes up. Now, Matt, you're the resident Googler here. What What is a note counter? Uh, so, I mean, it's what you would imagine the, uh, the old money counter to look like. <laughs> uh, lots of, you know, that goes... For sure. Yeah, well, that's that's good because everyone's dealing in a lot of cash these days. <laughs> so much that they need a machine to count all your <laughs> physical currency. No. You know what that uh, is, Matt? Me. You know what that is? That's sus as. <laughs> no. I think you'll be finding that a lot of people are going to be dropping around buying secondhand furniture from that gentleman because that's what I've been doing. Yeah. Walking around with big wads of cash, buying bloody stained mattresses, <laughs> outdoor garden settings, you name it. So, yeah. uh, you know, cash is back, baby. All right. Well, there you go. Thank you very much. If you got something for Matt and Alex's mailbag, please get in touch with us via Instagram or mattandalex.com.au. Yes, thank you very much for listening to All Day Breakfast today. I appreciate you uh, hanging out with us. Get your mind blown in. Don't forget to join us tomorrow as well because we are re-welcoming a good mate of the show back to All Day Breakfast. It's our good friend Sarah. So for What's Hitting With Sarah, to find out what the cool kids are saying, doing and Emojiing. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, it's a brand new year, 2022. You don't want to be getting caught up in 2021 and have someone say to you, that is so last year. So essential listening tomorrow here on All Day Breakfast. Thanks again for hanging out. We'll catch you soon. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.